The house you build is only as strong as its foundation. Last week, we heard about the past. This week, we tackle a little bit about a present and a future. You might be asking, how are we going to do that? Well, with the flux capacitor, of course. Hop in. We're hitting 88 today. Is this thing on? Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Shooting the Bull. I'm your host, Ryan Offill, and we've made it to another episode, right? Episode two. I'm so thankful and so grateful for everybody who tuned in the first one. If you didn't, go back, find out a little bit about who I am, and then come back here, because today we're talking about the foundations, right? Foundations of what I believe is kind of what makes up everyone, or what should make up everyone. And... Uh, you know, we're, unfortunately, we're not going to be talking about the flux capacitor or 88 miles an hour. And if you don't understand that, just Google it. It'll be great. And that's actually something that we're going to probably hit on. You know, a little bit of entertainment here and there. Stuff that you, uh, you used to just de-stress, right? Uh, we all need a little bit of that in our lives. Uh, you, you can't just go, 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 go workhorse all the time when it's not something you really enjoy. Today... I'm, the title of this episode is Personal Responsibility. Um, I read a book by Jocko Willink about ownership and um, how it doesn't really matter what you're doing, how you're involved, whether you're the, the leader, the boss, or if you're just quote unquote the minion, right? Uh, you, you have some sort of ownership in your own life. And um, so I'm, I'm taking a little bit of just kind of what I've learned over the past, how old am I? 32 years. Okay. Is it perfect? No. Is it, is it scientifically backed? Absolutely not. But this is all just my personal recommendation, I guess, preference, um, just of the stuff that I've built up over, over time and just living life. It's been a it's it's been quite the journey. I'm not gonna lie, it's been quite the journey. Today is gonna rock some world. It's gonna it might piss you off a little bit. It's some of these things that people really just don't like to talk about because honestly, because you're challenged and you have to you have to work because none of us need to settle. It's it's not healthy. It's not healthy to just settle. And as we've recognized and listened to episode one, you know exactly how I was built up. It wasn't cookie cutter. It wasn't like top, you know, I wasn't the president's son. I wasn't, you know, I'm not related to Bill Gates. Um, I'm just a normal guy living life and trying to better myself. And I, I take such high value in getting better. And I'm not talking about like, the grass is green, always greener on the other side. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm very, very happy with my life. But that doesn't mean that there's, you know, the, the shoe can't be shinier or, you know, like the, the job can't be done better. There's, there's things in life that we can do to help progress. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm done. I'm done. The five pillars. This is the best kind of way that I can describe it. And, and it's, it's, it's kind of like you have five areas of your life. And you have a limited amount of, let's call it effort, okay? And we'll say that you've got like 100 units of effort, right? And 
you can distribute it however you want amongst these five pillars. But that's it. Like, that's all you got. You can't accumulate effort from someone else or somewhere else. You, you can't, like, abracadabra it when Guardium Leviosa into more effort, right? It, it, you, you've got what you've got. And so you think about a little bit of division here, right? So 100 units of effort divided by five pillars, that gets you 20 units of effort per pillar. That's pretty solid. But you're not going to have that all the time. You might have to fluctuate. Yeah, pull some effort from this one and put it over here to this other guy. Or, or, or you know, I, I'm, I've got something coming up in work and so I've got to concentrate more there. It's it, kind of like time. You, you divvy up your time how you see fit. And it's 100 unit. it's arbitrary, right? You have, but just know that your unit of effort is 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 stagnant. It just stays. There's no more, there's no less. And it's, it's a, like almost anything that I'm going to cover in this, you cannot compare yourself to other people. Um, one of the pillars is like fitness. And my goodness, especially like for me, I'm in CrossFit. And so I, if I start comparing myself to some of these beasts that I see in CrossFit, there's no way. There's who knows how long they've been doing this. Who knows what they've sacrificed to build up this physique. Uh, I can't compare myself to that because I am who I am and I'm at where I'm at. And and that's, that's you keep that mentality when we're talking about all this stuff and kind of what, what, when you're thinking through in your own life, what that area kind of looks like. So here we are, five pillars. I'm going to generally go over kind of all of them just so that, that you understand a little bit about what they mean to me and, and kind of my definition of them, I guess. Give a little bit of an insight, you know, like, you know, this is how I see that this way and this is kind of why I built it up this way. And this is why I think it's important to be here. Uh, I'm going to, hopefully I can provide some context, um, from my life. Um, a little bit of background, as you can see, you know, if, if you're, if you're new, welcome, go listen to episode one, figure out a little bit out, out more about me. Y'all, this is the foundation. Okay. The, these five pillars are going to be the foundation of the rest of this podcast. Every topic I'm going to talk about every um, guest I have on here is going to, everything is going to be able to point back to one of these five pillars. And I said this before, I'm going to say it again because I've got it typed out in bold. All right. Warning. Most, if not all of these topics will probably piss you off. So y'all buckle in, put your helmet on. All right. We're going to talk about some personal responsibility. The five pillars that I came up with that I've deemed worthy for personal responsibility, okay? You've probably heard these elsewhere. That's fine. That's okay. I'm just here talking about my life. Number one, personal finance. Ooh, the money. He's going after money. I don't want your money. I want you to want your money, and I want you to flourish. Number two is health and nutrition. Oh, Lord, here we go. Somebody's trying to tell me I'm not eating right. Somebody wants to, to 
make me eat salads. I don't care what you eat. You should care, right? I mean, anyway, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. All right, all right, all right. I'm just kind of go over to over the five pillars. Fitness. <laughs> fitness. Oh, uh, yeah, fitness. Fitness is number three. Okay. Um, next, number four, mental or emotional intelligence. I guarantee you that you will have something to take away from this little area. It is something that I have struggled with that I didn't even know I was struggling with it. All right. This is, this is an important one. And last, but absolutely not least is relationships. I do want to note, okay, before we move forward, I want to note that these are not placed in any kind of a hierarchical order. It's not like one is more important than the other. Um, they each affect you and others around you separately and differently. So um, you can divvy it up from your perspective, what's more important to you. But myself, I believe them all to be very, very equal in their own way. Okay. Personal finance. All right. I'm not talking about how you run your business. I'm not talking about, um, I'm not even going to go, you know, if you're a church goer, I'm not going to talk about how you tithe. I'm not going to talk about any of that. I just want to provide that light to like, you need to care about your finances. Okay. It's, it is, it is money. Money is, it exists, right? Unless you are a off the grid, you know, grow your own food or hunt your own food, hunt or gather, right? You don't, you, you utilize the sun, the wind and the water for electricity and you know, all that, right? You're in, in a bubble out in the wilderness. Y'all, you need money. It, it's just a matter of fact. And maybe you live in a community of people who live on their own. And y'all have a barter system. You still got to understand the concept of personal finance. These are all personal responsibilities. You've you, you got to learn. With the internet, we don't have any excuse to not learn anything anymore. I I found that out very quickly um, when I moved out to Dallas. Just how valuable and and just kind of how useful the internet really is. It's not there just for your entertainment, which I'm thankful for it because now you get to listen to me. Uh, but this is a, um, you got to learn. You, you got to force yourself to get out there and understand that you're probably not an expert. Yeah, I'd say I'm the same way. So the basis, basis? I don't know if that's the right word. In, in its essence, right? From a personal finance perspective, there is one rule that, that just lives throughout. It doesn't matter how rich or poor you are. Money out has to be less than the money coming in. All right. It's the simple, the really elementary um, example of if Judy has three apples and she gets two more apples, how many apples does Judy have? Five. Yay. Right? Then if Judy gives away six apples, wait, Judy only has five apples. 
Okay, so then we get into credit card, credit debt, all that other stuff that is just, you know, way off track. Way off track. Let's not try to chase that rabbit just yet. Money out has to be less than money in. If you're getting paid 100 bucks a week, you can't be spending more than that. Okay, it's, it's basic. It doesn't matter your income level. Um, I'm kind of nervous on this next one, y'all. Um, but again, I'm, I'm here for that, that tough conversation. Definition of need versus want. You, you have to understand. You have to define to yourself what a need is versus what a want is. Again, this will vary person to person. At a very, very basic level, clothe yourself, house yourself, feed yourself. I mean, what else we got? You know, if, if we got if you got bills to pay, that that kind of falls into the house yourself category. Maybe your car is necessary, right? Different things come into that, but feed yourself, clothe yourself, house yourself. That's that's basic, okay. At a very basic level, that's all you absolutely need. Again, if you're a traveling salesman, you obviously need a car for your job. And unless you're trying to find another job, yeah, that's that's the definition of a need. Whereas someone who works at home all the time, who lives next door to a grocery store, you probably don't need a car. You could probably use a moped, right? Someone who lives in the country versus someone who lives in the city, right? So just think things to think about as we move forward here. Um, I kind of touched on learning, but, uh, we're going to do it again because yay learning, right? We all grew up with, I shouldn't say that a lot of us grew up with Bill, not the science guy or, um, this magic school bus reading rainbow. You know, you, you, we watched TV that taught us things. We learned as kids. We learned as teenagers. We learned in college. We constantly, we learn on the job, right? This is going to, the you learn from others and then learn a little bit more about yourself. Personal responsibility. Find out, do a little dive, figure out what works best. Uh, on a majority of things, you can kind of test, you know, how things work. You know, if, if uh, how many jobs do I need to work to make ends meet? Do I, can I sell some stuff off to allow an easier, kind of take some weight off my shoulders to allow me to make ends meet? Um, how can I get things going to where I have so much more money coming in that I'm no longer at that um, equilibrium, that I, I, I have money that I need to set aside for the future, put away for the vacation because I haven't um, been out with my wife in the past 10 years, okay? Um, adjust as you go. And I cannot, I cannot put enough accentuation on this. I, I, I can't say this enough. What someone else does with their money, for one, really isn't your agenda. It shouldn't bother you. Unless it's a close friend, a family member, and you're worried about them, right? But who cares? And secondly, what they're doing may not be the best for you. I'll give a little tidbit here. I was working through with my wife um, on, we were doing some personal finance stuff many years ago, trying to get, make sure that we were on track early on in our marriage and, and kind of before and immediately after we got married. 
And I heard my friends who were about my age talking about stuff that I was like, yo, how do y'all have money for that? And it's, I just, you, you, I was in that, that circle of trying to compare myself to them. Like I'm, dude, they're younger than me. They're this much further ahead than me. They have so much more than me. They're doing X, Y, Z. They're doing this, that, and the other. Who cares? Right? I, I was at a point, I had a specific past that had put me in the particular situation I was in. It doesn't matter where they are. I can learn from them though. They're utilizing a different accounts or ways of living that I can look at and learn from and apply in my future. But right now, right here and now, I just wasn't on the same level. And I had to, it's swallow your pride and accept it, brother. I mean, that's, that's really all there is to it. Okay, moving on. Health and nutrition. This is all about the physical. Let's get physical, physical. Okay, it, it, it's, it's what you put into your body. I'm just going to talk about this, this. This pillar in itself is all about food. Okay, and there's been research done. People have looked at stuff. Food affects your sleep. Food affects your um, energy levels. It's, you know, you're feeding your body. You don't put diesel in a gas car and you don't put gas in a diesel car. Why? Because the food doesn't work with it. Um, and it's, it's very similar to um, personal, the money and finance. What comes in goes out, right? You, you've got to, if you have more food coming in or the wrong food and you don't have the right output, then you're not going to see what you want to see, right? So when it comes down to nutrition, do what's best for you, obviously. Test it out. Figure out what works with you, you know? Do you thrive off of meat and potatoes? Eat your meat and potatoes, but you got to get some fiber, right? You know, do a little research. There are plenty of professionals out there who utilize the internet and provide content for free. Um, I, 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 mm, okay. So since this is technically a form of social media, I do have to say there's so much pressure from a social standpoint when you get into physical things like, um, health, nutrition, the food stuff, and along with fitness, don't try to distance yourself from that social standpoint. Okay. Again, different people, different story, different lifestyle. You've got to figure out what works with you, but, 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 but it all has to start. That's the key with anything. You've got to start. If you don't start, you'll never figure anything out. It's all about the food. My wife keeps me on track. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say that I've got, uh, you know, I'm a hundred percent on this at all. She does such a good job with um, doing her own research and looking into kind of dietary plans for us and stuff. And I'm not talking diet. Like I want to lose a hundred pounds or even 50 pounds or even I would like to lose 20 pounds, but you know, we can talk about that later. But it, it's, it's simply making sure that we are eating the right amounts of food. Okay. That we're not eating just throwing a number out there. If we're eating three, 4,000 calories a day, we don't have the physical output to, to, um, equalize that. We're just, we're going to gain weight. 
that's the matter of fact of it. Okay, build what works for your life and then you improve it. So again, traveling salesman probably is going to have a lot more packed lunches or someone who works from home. Likelihood of them cooking more is high. Okay, so you can you can alter things a little bit like that. Um, fitness, we can just repeat almost everything from nutrition. The, the, like I mentioned, the social standpoint, social media is, it is the best and worst thing that could have happened to us. It, it really is just, it's in your face all the time. But then at the same time, there's so much information that you can, you can find out almost anything that you want to. A little tidbit. We aren't all going to look like Greek gods and goddesses, okay? But what's stopping us from trying, right? You got to start. And it all starts somewhere. Just start moving. I've, I've seen some very inspirational stuff on social media where this one guy in particular, I don't know him personally, but he was bedridden for, I'm pretty sure it was over, it was either a week or a year. I don't exactly, I know that's a big difference, but he uh, is a big old boy. He realized he was um, struggling. He needed to get some stuff fixed. And um, he did. He literally sat on the edge of his bed and did some like arm raises. No weights, no resistance. Just rose, picked his arms up and down just so he could get moving. That's all. He, he wasn't even walking. Literally just moving. You may be a little bit further ahead than that. I, I would hope so just to just maintain that maintain movement, get up, get moving, get walking, add in some resistance if you need to. Um, this is huge. I, until recently, I didn't realize how I kind of knew how big of an impact it was, but then there's always that little voice in the back of your head. that's like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. My friend, Getting up and moving, getting your heart pumping, it does stuff to your brain that is so good for you that you can't avoid it. Fitness, nutrition, mental intelligence, mental and emotional intelligence, those three are so closely tied to each other. They feed off of each other. When one fails, the likelihood of another failing is extreme. Um, your fitness fails. Your nutrition is going to going to miss, and then that all both of those compounded will hit your emo, your your mental state. Um, you, it's just crazy. I've witnessed that firsthand. We'll get into testimony here after a while. Probably a couple episodes in, I'll give you all some backstory of 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 my mental state that was compounded because of other things lacking. Let's see. The other thing I've got to note, and I might get some hate mail for this, but there is no one pill, one way, one subscription, one gym that fixes everything. Everyone's going to say, oh, I've got the magic thing. You Great. I'm glad it worked for you. I've been trying to get my wife to do CrossFit with me because I think it's going to help her achieve her goals. She doesn't think so. And she really enjoys what she's doing. She loves it. Who am I to say that that she's wrong? Uh, she's thriving off of it. Why would I stop her? Okay, so again, research, look out, 
feel what other people are doing, see what other people are doing. Heck, even try it. Most gyms or fitness facilities, I'll say, will have some kind of a trial period. If you know somebody going somewhere, say, hey, let me tag along for a couple of days or whatever the trial period is. See what I like about it. Let me let me jump into your routine. Get out there. Get moving. Get started. <clears throat> the next one's a little heavy and um, whatever. We can wheel cross any kind of bridges once we get to them. This emotional and mental intelligence. You can call it your mental aptitude, your EQ, your mental state, whatever it is. Being in tune with your brain at the, at the very basic level. This is something I thought I had in the bag. I was very, very wrong. I, I, I thought I was king of being in tune with, you know, how, what I was feeling, what I was thinking, all this other stuff. Um... Got a huge slap in the face about a year and a half ago. Um, mental breakdown, huge problems. I got treated for it. It's great. But at the same time, I've realized that this is a lifetime development. On one side, it was lifetime development of me getting to that particular state. But secondly, it's going to be a lifetime development of me getting out of that. I'm not going to just be, oh, yeah, I'm fixed. Okay, cool. Let's move forward. I've been, um, I've been given tools and processes that have allowed me to progress and succeed, but it doesn't stop there. I've got to keep on it. I've got to keep practicing, uh, you know, and if you ever see yourself slipping, you jump back on the horse, you get back into help and, and that whole thing. And, and y'all getting help isn't, you don't have to be crazy to get help. And I use that term loosely. You don't there are annual checkups at the doctor and they are there for a reason. It's not for sick people. Your annual checkup is literally like, Hey doc, I'm healthy. I feel good. Let's have this little checkup. Take a little quick peek to see if everything's functioning as it should. It's the exact same way. Works the exact same way with, um, your brain and thoughts and feelings. Okay. Um, it doesn't work in isolation. So you, people are included. You, if you're by yourself, you probably think you're the most in, you're in Zen. You're like Yoda, you know, you're the best person. You're on, you're on top of the Mount Everest. But what we find is that it, it, they did the testing, I think with gravity where all objects fall at a rate of 9.8 meters squared whatever meters per second squared and my science folk physics y'all don't butcher me here um but in a vacuum things everything falls at the same rate a feather a brick a ball a plane they all fall at the exact same rate in a vacuum but if if there if two people jump out of a plane and only one person pulls a parachute who's gonna hit the ground first exactly not the person with the parachute right so that's all we're trying to do here is we're trying to pull that pull that chute to help. And that chute involves other people, which we'll get into in the next section, relationships. To close up the emotional intelligence and stuff, in my personal opinion, 
this will most impact those around you. Okay, you you may think you're fine, kind of, but you're you're gonna you will hurt those around you, brother, sister, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, even friends. When your mental state collapses or is on the verge of collapse, you will suffer, but those around you will suffer the most. They, you can eat bad and it's okay. You might gain gain some weight or or whatever. That's really not going to affect the people around you unless they're eating what you're eating, right? You you don't work out enough. Some people might be like, hey, man, you know, blah, blah, blah. I noticed you weren't working out. But it really, really doesn't affect them. It might make them sad for you, but it doesn't affect you. Yo, your mental state, I guarantee, is a direct impact to those around you. And speaking of those around you, I... I have to say, okay, for relationships is the last pillar that we're going to be covering. I've got a script here for this because I really want to make sure I said it right. Um, I really had to think about this and whether or not I should include it into the pillars. As you can see, <laughs> I deemed it worthy, right? Um, and, and the, the thing that probably made me deem it worthy was because I had to question it. Because <laughs> um, I was like, I really, do you really need relationships? Uh, see what I said on emotional intelligence. Um, you have to have relationships. They're going to exist. And, 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 and because you don't work in a bubble, you don't live in a bubble. Other people interact with you daily. And if you're going to grow as an individual, you've got to have a support system. Um, this is something I struggled with once I moved out here. And I'm so thankful for the um, support system, my friends, that um, I've accumulated over the years. And then the, the especially the ones that I have now, they're such a huge blessing. And I'm not talking about we go shoot the bull with key the uh the name here but um they they push me N nobody you're we're not here to settle like i said i want people to call me out i want to be able to have that comfortability to call other people out when 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 you you mess up when you get off get off the path right you have to have relationships they shape us Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, son, daughter, friend, boss, blah, 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 coworker, right? S grocery store clerk. Grocery store clerk could say something and you come unglued. It wasn't really their problem, right? They could have just said paper or plastic and you're like, ah, paper bags always tear, the handles suck, and blah, blah. And they're like, dude, I really don't care. I just want to know if you want your grocery bags in paper or plastic. Um, you've got to build those relationships up, the ones that are closest to you. I'm going to use um, biblical refer references probably frequently, but the greatest to me, for me, the greatest um, example to use for from a relationship's perspective is Jesus. Because Jesus surrounded himself with his support system, right? He had the 12 disciples. They were his closest and dearest friends. 
he shared everything with them, broke bread with them, um, struggle and strife. He corrected them. I would say they corrected him, but it didn't work that way. So, so they grew as a group. Um, you've got to find your support system. You're those close friends that you can build and grow with each other. Then you've got your acquaintances. You've got people that you work with daily. You have people, um, customers, you, depending on what line of work you're in, you've got people that you react, uh, you interact with daily. You may not be so supportive with, right? You're not the grocery bagger, the, the bagger at the grocery store. I'm not going to tell him that he needs to gain weight, lose weight, check on his emotional intelligence or make sure he's eating right. Yeah, I, I don't know the guy or girl, right? I, I don't know who they are. I don't have, it is not my right to correct people on things when I don't even, I don't know their lifestyle. We don't have that kind of relationship. Which brings me into my next point. It's our decision on how we build these relationships. And also, for the most part, with whom we build them with. Um, you, what's the old saying? Um, you don't choose who you're, blood is, but you can choose who your friends are or something of that, that nature. And that's what I'm talking about here. You, some people don't have relationships with their parents. Some people don't have relationships with their siblings. Some parents don't have relationships with their, um, their offspring, their kids. And that is as unfortunate as it is, um, that that's, it, it is what it is. And, and that's what I'm trying to say is that you, you may not necessarily choose certain relationships, but there are ones that you can seek and grow with. Find those relationships, build them up, and 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 find that group that just that challenges you, that wants you to succeed, that wants the best for you. And I'm not saying I think you need to get into the oil field because they got a lot of money, and that's what I think you should do. No, 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 no. A good relationship is built off of, of at literally wanting what the other person wants. I want to get into science. I really, I have a knack for biology. A good friend would say, hey, that's that, you know, I know nothing about that. And I think that is a stupid thing to, to chase. But if that is actually what you want to do, I'm going to help you succeed in that. Right? Challenge it. Are you sure? Like there's really not a lot of jobs there. Is that something, is there a lot of growth in that industry? Is it, is, is there a career path built out for that, right? There's a challenging standpoint, but at the end of the day, my friend should want to help me grow and want to help me achieve my goals. Basically, I've got three categories of friends. You've got your core value group, your support system. You've got... Um, some that may not be in that support system, but like challenge your beliefs, right? So maybe on the other side of the spectrum, whatever that may, may be, they're like, you, you probably aren't sharing your deepest, darkest secrets with them, but they're literally there in your life to challenge you from a spiritual um, perspective, a political perspective, a, um, I don't know, whatever else type of perspective where... You're close enough that you can go out and have a beer with, but they're not probably not babysitting your kids. They're probably not, like I said, listening to your deepest, darkest secrets. 
And thirdly, you've got those that you just go out for sheer entertainment, right? People on social media that you interact with that they post funny things or they do dumb things for lack of a better term. They just, they're silly. It's great interaction. It is probably a outer circle acquaintance. They may not even know the name of your kids, right? Um, so with each of these getting further and further away from your, your core group of folks, as you can tell by the, by the initial statement of relationships, I struggle with this one. Um, I, I get so wrapped up in myself and thinking about thinking about myself being selfish. It's a natural tendency. Um, that I know this is one of my weak spots and I've got to take my, some units of effort are going to have to take, away from another section of these to build off of that. Granted, there's other things you can do. When I go to the gym, I can build relationships there and I'm not taking away from anything else. I just have to take the time, maybe have that little, spend that little bit of effort. Um, where as I'm trying to speed home because I'm starving after workout and spend a little effort and time to build some of those relationships there. You, it's work y'all. It's work for me. I, I am a very, outgoing person. And, um, I love being around people. I love being at the party, whatever the party is. Um, but that does not necessarily mean that I'm excellent at building and, and growing relationships. I can talk to the, the bagger at the grocery store. I can talk their head off for 20 minutes, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to get their phone number and then text them when I get home, text them the next day to figure out how they're doing, give them a phone call every other week to see, make sure they're okay. I, you know, that's the part that I fail at. And as I said, I've got such a good support system now that they, they're, it's challenging. They challenge me to build, um, to build myself, to grow in that, in that, in that sphere. And I'm so thankful for it. I guess that's it. Um, you got to listen to 30 minutes or more. We'll see how it goes of me divulging the foundation of what I see as life. You, there are different things that we can get into that have to do with spiritual and political, or maybe hopefully not other things that can build your life up. But this at its core, this is it relationships your mental state, your, your feelings, your emotional intelligence, your EQ, whatever you want to call it, fitness, how getting your body moving. It doesn't have to be a, a Greek God, just getting up and getting that heart pumping. What you eat, how you eat, right? Personal finance, how you feed yourself. Take this away from this personal responsibility. It's all on you to build your life. It's all on you to grow your life. Take charge. Get out there. Make some. Make the best of it. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in again. This is Shooting the Bull. Ryan Offill is your host. I appreciate y'all crushed the last episode, and I'm thank you all so very much. I've been watching the analytics just go up and up and up. And I can't thank you enough. It means so much to me. Um, I've seen followers. I've seen subscribers, whatever you want to call it. I've seen likes. I've seen 
um, messages, personal messages to me about the excitement of the podcast, the the ability that I somehow have to keep the attention. Like that's fantastic, and I oh my gosh, so many great words of encouragement. I've got a, an ask though. Keep listening. Keep messaging me. That's oh lord, that makes me so happy to hear hear these these kind words. Critique me if you want to. Send me a the that what they call the hate mail, right? You don't like something, you want something more, you you, you know, when are you getting guests? When are you doing you know reach out, tell me what you want to hear. And lastly, which is the most important for this type of thing, is to share. When if you if you see me post a link, share it, comment on it, like it, whatever. Um take a one-liner out or whatever you know summarize a piece put a link to the podcast share that get the word out to other people i don't know all of your friends right so i'm not going to be able to reach those people unless you share it out just one extra way to support that's all i really care about um that's it personal responsibility great success thank you everyone for um spending your time with me we'll see you next week